happy Thursday and welcome to Minute 129 of the Great Escape Minute, the daily podcast where we dig into the Great Escape one minute at a time. I'm Rob and joining me once again today is Simon of the Movie Mustache. Welcome back to the show, Simon. Thank you very much for having me. So Minute 129 begins with Mac starting to ascend the steps of the train and goes all the way to the point where we get to see Roger and Mac enter a very busy train car. So as we've discussed over the last few days, basically what, what, what has happened is that the prisoners have escaped from, from the POW camp. Some of the, the, the stragglers, the ones who were pretty much towards the end of the group, have finally reached the train station, supposedly in Zagin, even though it says that they're in Neustadt, which, again, we're... I, I don't have an answer for. I still try to figure out how that's possible. So again, if anyone, if anyone has any plausible reasoning as to how they would have gotten 161 miles away from from Zagid within those few hours, please let us know. Or if if you know of some other reason why it makes sense that they're in a place called Newstead, besides the fact that maybe they just uh, goofed and you know filmed it there and forgot to take down the sign and change it. Who knows? Stranger things have happened. Yes, that is very true. So, basically, the, the prisoners were all waiting for the train to show up. The train shows up. Mac and Roger are the first ones to to board the train to try to get out of there as quickly as possible. Even though, you know, it doesn't matter when you get on the train because uh, the train leaves all together for everybody at the same time. I think the idea maybe is just to try to make sure that, th- that you get a nice uh, inconspicuous seat. And at this point, we get to see Ashley Pitt. You know, he folds up his newspaper. He starts walking across also very calmly. You know, as you discussed yesterday, when you're running, you don't run. Yeah. <laughs> Walk, don't run. You know, he, he looks around a little conspicuously as to what's going on. He sees Henley and Blythe moving towards the train, and we can see in the back, oh, you know what? Here, we, we discussed this yesterday. You can actually see in the back Haynes moving towards the train, and he does not have any bag. Oh. Just something, you know, hmm. I guess he's out for a little, a little stroll. Obviously. <laughs> go on a little bit of a trip across the, across the way today. Who knows? So that, that makes it even stranger that he doesn't have any type of bag. I, I think I'll have to go back and, and take a look at when, when he escapes, if he actually is carrying a bag you know, when he comes out of the tunnel. I, I assume not if, if showing it like this. Hmm, interesting. We, we get to see, we go back to, to the two German motorcycles and, and cars that have shown up. It, these, these, the two guys who get out of the car look like they're Gestapo, but if you look at the license plate of one of the cars, it says P.O.L., 6531. It's actually very possible that these are policemen yeah. instead of Gestapo or, or soldiers. So uh, yesterday I discussed the fact that the the hats or the helmets of these characters look a little strange, but maybe they look strange because they're actually policemen uniforms instead of uniforms of German soldiers. So that, that would actually explain that a little better. Yeah, it would, especially given the, the type of searches that they mounted to deal with POWs. They had them in place were specifically designed to incorporate the Gestapo, the police, the military, everyone, and they could activate these rather intense, massive searches very quickly. So that would certainly make sense. Yeah, So, but but again, the, 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 these two guys do still look like Gestapo. Maybe one of them is Gestapo and one of them is, is like a, a police detective that they're working together. Don't know. And then we see them move towards the train and the, they actually get on the train to see what, what 
what's going on? You know, start searching the train. And then the, the train whistle blows. And what, what, what I find interesting here is we, we get a shot right beforehand. Right before the, the, the train pulls out, we, we get to see a very strange sign on one of the buildings is, is right across the way. It might actually even be the, 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 the same building as the train station. I think it's on the other side, actually, where it says in German. And once again, please excuse my, my German mispronunciation. It says, Anotig Reisen Verlangern den Krieg. Krieg. Now, I looked that up to see what that means, and it, it actually means war demands unnecessary travel, which I have no idea what that means. <laughs> yeah. You'd figure it'd be war demands no unnecessary travel. Correct. Again, it could be that I'm mistranslating it and that I, you know, I, I, I double-checked it in, in Google Translate to make sure that I that I spelled it all correctly. <laughs> but you're right. It 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 just doesn't make sense the way it would say it, you know, because war demands unnecessary travel. What what do you think that could mean? That <laughs> that that when there's war, you sometimes will need to to travel unnecessarily. No, I mean that, that that just makes no. makes. Now I know that Krieg means war yes. because uh, Blitzkrieg, mm-hmm. lightning you know, war, literally like translate. Yeah, war demands unnecessary travel. I, again, I, I would agree with you that it would make much more sense the opposite. You know that that when you're in war, there's no need for unnecessary travel. Yeah, I don't know. Again, anyone who knows German that that uh, is listening to this, if you want to uh, correct us as to what is actually being yeah. said, that would be most appreciated. You know, is this just you know Sturgis and his crew mispronouncing? or uh, misquoting something correct in German, or is my Google Translate off, or is there some other reason that, that, that this is wrong? Who knows? And then the train starts moving away from the stop with as many of our prisoners on board as possible mm-hmm. in order for them to... And they, they give us a nice shot of the train moving. You know, the, 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 the camera lingers quite a long time on the train. I, I think it's trying to tell us that, that, you know, this is a normal... It's not a military train. Yeah. This is a normal train that anyone can get on, you know, that, that will transport both military personnel and civilian personnel at the same time. But which but it, it's very interesting that in a movie that is 172 minutes long, for them to actually spend the extra few seconds showing the train as it's uh, moving along. You know, I think there's got to be some underlying reason. Yeah. For it. Maybe it's sort of some sort of ominous feeling that this is the this is their 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 ride to freedom and uh a like a dangerous crossing point at the same time something like that maybe it's meant to give it like an ominous feel the the slow way in which it pulls out maybe it's meant to sort of give you an idea of their anxiety i mean i know what it's like i don't use trains very often but when you do get on them there's always that element of um Oh come on! You know when it stops at a train station, so like, oh come on! Uh, I actually went for a job interview years ago in in, in London, and um, uh, the tr- I I got the train ticket uh, that I knew would get me into London plenty of time, and then and then for some reason the train just stopped at a station and didn't move on. We we found out later very tragically that someone had taken their own life, and it was horrible. Um, but it was just the before they told us that, and it, it took them quite a while to tell them that we were sitting on by uh, on the tracks by this. We just started to pull out of the station, so we were half out of the station as it was. That that 
anxiety building in me is I'm going to be late for my job interview. I'm going to be late for my job interview. Not that I got the job anyway, but um, there's, and I can just thinking about that, I can relate to the situation they were in and do wonder is, is that what they're trying to sort of get across to us? Right. That's true. Again, you, uh, when, when you were going for your job interview, it wasn't because you had just escaped from very the, true. Uh, prisoner of war camp. Very <laughs> true. Very true. So you, you weren't, you weren't concerned that the Gestapo or the police were going to uh, stop you and uh, start questioning you. No. Along the way, that that I think would raise a little more tension. Yes. Just a little yes, bit. Not that I'm trying to belittle your story. No, 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 absolutely. And then the scene switches, and we 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 see the the door to one of the uh, train cars open, and in walk uh, Mac and Roger. Now, did you notice the way that that uh, they kept baggage in the train in this movie? I'm assuming at the time that's the way they did it. You know, now we have on planes and uh, sometimes in trains. Uh, you have the overhead compartments and stuff like that. Here you just have open nets ah. that are that are holding things. Now, on the, the left-hand side, there's a suitcase on that net. That does not look safe at all. That looks like they're going to hit a bump, and whoever's sitting under that is going to get a suitcase on their head. Yeah, yeah. And on the other side, there's a knapsack. It looks a little more secure. <laughs> Yeah, uh, not much. Not much, but still a little. As as choices go, I think uh, on the face of it, I'll take the knapsack. But you obviously don't know what's in it. It could be there's a bowling ball in the Still knapsack, rocks. and, uh, <laughs> and the, uh, the suitcase has only got feathers in it. But you, you, you don't know. Yes, the, the knapsack has rocks in it, <laughs> and when it hits your head, you know, split it open. And we also get a shot that of of the various types of people that are on this on this train. Mm. You know, you see a few uh, two officers. Two German officers uh, with their backs towards us while they're sitting down. You see a uh, Hitler Youth uh, kid. You see an elderly lady. You see a, you see there's there's a there's a uh, and even a young kid that you can see at one point. Yeah, you know, it makes it makes you wonder where this train is going to and from, because obviously whether they got on in Zagen or they got in their Neufeld, it doesn't really make a difference. Mm. The point is, is this train did not begin there. It started somewhere else and. You know, these people are taking a nice uh, stroll across uh, Polish-occupied, uh, no, sorry, German-occupied Poland. Yeah. You know, they, they, they walk in and they, they, they look a little uh, surprised. You know, they didn't necessarily expect that, that this uh, train car would be as packed yeah. as it seemingly is. Mac just stops in his track as he's walking in and Roger is in the process of mm. closing the door. And as he's turning, at that, that's the point where we finish yeah. this minute. Uh, so we don't really get to see his reaction today. Maybe tomorrow we'll be able Indeed. to get to that reaction. No, I, I like the the way that they populated this train with various characters of different occupations and ages to to give us a more diverse yeah. feeling as to what's going on and who is using this type of train at these this relatively early hour. You know, we we don't necessarily know the exact time. But we know that that uh, something is is. Off I here. also like that they they still get right that look on Mac's face of every person entering a crowded train car like that looking for a space to sit down. It's that same. Where where where, where do I sit? Oh oh, there's not any that, that sort of awkwardness of trying to find a spot to sit down. Right, like like in first time. Seats taken, taken, taken. Right. <laughs> I, I, obviously, uh, Mac and Roger are not uh, no. Forrest Gump, but but still. <laughs> sure, if they were Forrest Gump, they would have had a lot easier time of it, stumbled into some great opportunity or historical moment. Correct. So, you have anything else for this minute? Um, 
just uh, just uh, David McCallum getting on the train. The the it was almost like he was told your last man, and almost like he had to sort of he just sort of assess the platform before he went. It was like you say, he looked a bit conspicuous doing it, but it was almost like he's just just checking on his buddies, making sure everyone's all right before he finally boards the train. Whereas in the complete opposite, as you said about Roger and Mac, that Roger couldn't get on the train quick enough. Obviously, he's a more well-known, especially to Gestapo and, and that that crowd, he's more well-known to them. So in a way, it makes more sense for him to get on the train as quickly as possible and try and find a seat and, and hide himself. But yeah, it was just the way Mac, or uh, not Mac, um, yeah, it's the one. Uh, he uh, just, does, just does one last final check before boarding. Yeah, that, that's actually a great point. I didn't even think about that. That uh, I mean, as, as, we'll, as we'll see in the next few weeks, I mean, uh, Ashley Pitt takes his position very seriously with him needing to, to watch out for everyone else. So that, that that's a good point. That's, that is what he's doing. He's standing there making sure that, that everyone else gets on the, the train safely before he himself begins to board that train. That is quite interesting. All right, do you have anything else you want to say about this, Matt? No, no, I think we covered it. All right, so you want to once again tell people how to get in touch with you? Yeah, you can get in touch with me through Twitter, movie underscore mustache. And you can also find my site, The Movie Mustache, at moviemustache.com. While you're doing that, you can go uh, rate, review, and subscribe on any podcatcher that you might be using to listen to the show. You can uh, contact us on Twitter at Great Escape MXM. Our website is thegreatescapeminute.com. Our Facebook group is The Cooler. Our email address is thegreatminute at gmail.com. So, Simon, you want to come back tomorrow to finish off the week? And finish off the year. Oh, I wouldn't miss it. Because uh, tomorrow is uh, the final day of the year. <laughs> Where has it gone? Completely. So, you want to come back tomorrow? Absolutely. All right. Well, until tomorrow for our final episode of 2021. Tally-ho. Tally-ho. Tally-ho.